what's up everybody Ooh. guys honest moment oh my god this is literally the third time we're recording this okay jesus man the third we're dedicated time. we're dedicated we're dedicated <laughs> we, oh, i swear the devil does not want us to do this technical technical issues have prevented us from putting out this podcast earlier than we had wanted to earlier than we had hoped but we're here we are here and to me this just proves that you know the devil's mad he's trying to prevent something great from happening he's but ugly, so he's mad it's not gonna happen no ma'am no ma'am and we this, are here this better be the last time oh it will it will we've got everything we've got everything in order so it's full speed ahead now so welcome guys welcome everybody to the first episode of the kick up pod we here with crystal and carlos, carlos edwards yes two jamaican canadians all about the bantas and the talks and the things mm. yeah man so like it's like how why are we here why are we here uh we are here because you know late one night during the pandemic well not late because you know it wasn't late because you know she has a schedule and stuff like that had work but at some point she messaged me and she was like carlos have you ever thought about doing a podcast and I was immediately confused because I was like... You need like, to back up, though. Like, how did we meet? Well, um, during the time when we were all on house arrest, um, Mikhail Kaswika, shout out to Mikhail, was holding uh, nightly Instagram lives. Mikhail is our mutual friend. Yes. You're just throwing out names like people would know. I mean, who she most is. of the people that already follow us on Instagram page... Not everybody. Well, most. She's a mutual friend. Okay, she's continue. a mutual friend of ours, and she would hold nightly um, Instagram lives. You know, delving its topics of you know uh, faith and you know social issues and relationships and whatever. And Crystal and I would frequent that live, and she would talk on there. I would talk on there, and so that's how we got to familiarize um, ourselves with each other. And I guess she believed that you know. This this young man has sense, so let me ask him to do a project with him. And so that's when the text came. Well, not the text, but that's when the message came. And I was like I said, I was immediately confused because I was like, what what could possibly Crystal see in me, a 23-year-old man from Brampton, to do a project of this scale? I don't know him? why this man, okay, this man keeps harping on the fact that he's 23 first of all two things mm -hmm. two things what up when i messaged him first off i didn't know he was 23 second of all turn this off sorry second of all there are 23 year olds that are doing big major things i mean in the them, world some of them are either some, athletes or music some artists some have started companies like what when did like steve jobs start his company I have no when idea. When did um wasn't uh, the Facebook guy Zuckerberg? Mark, Zuck Mark Zuckerberg. Didn't he start in university? Yeah, but that doesn't mean he was twenty three. How old was Mark Zuckerberg? He was in a university. He was university age when he started it. So I need you to come off the fact that you're 
oh, I'm 23. So what can a 23-year-old protest, but potentially I, contribute but the to re- this life? But the reason why is because, you know, your peer group has a habit of not trivializing, but y'all have a habit of babying my peer group. Yeah, because... Oh, you just born. What do you mean? You're 23. You don't know nothing yet, man. Which is true. A lot of you guys don't. But like I said before, I didn't know you were 23. Mm. When I messaged you, so how old did you think I was? I just thought you were older. I, I just give me a give me a number. Give me a specific. number. I don't even know. Probably like mid to late twenties. How to be old do honest. I look? It's not even so much about the look. It was just how you spoke mm. and the maturity level of how you spoke. So mm. that's why I was just like, this man has sense. The church people would say he's wise beyond his years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. So that's why I messaged him. I was like, hey, this guy seems like he likes to chat, but he's not just chatting just for chat. Like he has sense. So that's when I messaged him and like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? And then he's like, oh, yeah. And then he told me how he tried with some friends and it didn't work. But he's like, let me get back to you. He took like a month to get back to me. And then he finally got back. And then here we are. Short, short story version. We hear spark notes yes sir so what can they expect from this podcast so they can expect um obviously some faith-based conversation obviously because we are we are people with faith-based backgrounds faith-based like i have a lisp whatever um he's been been around me too long because i have a lisp (laughs) and i'm gonna make fun of you every episode for it if i hear it but anyways um they can expect some faith-based conversations you know, because we do come from a background where we grew up in the church. We currently attend church. However, they can also expect some a lot of laughter, a lot of banter, and a lot of commentary on, you know, the things happening in the world. Whether it be comical, whether it be serious, um, whatever it is, that's what they can that's what they can expect. And guests, like we're gonna have a lot of a guest on the on the pod eventually. Yeah. Especially like Toronto people. There's a lot of Toronto talent um in the city of toronto absolutely so uh a lot of our friends are very talented we have a lot of friends that are doing big things so we would love to get them on at some point absolutely we just want to create an environment where it it feels like a social gathering that was the that was the vision behind this we wanted to create kind of an audio experience where it felt like that's where the name the kick up came from because we wanted it to feel like you know we're all getting but like together. tell them you had some other weird names. Uh, i had some so i i i had some outlandish names because before all the the equipment and the the dates and all that stuff came together you know we we're trying to find just like a name like what what can we call this and i had i lost the list i think i deleted it but i had some some <laughs> names on there um, the first, the, the my favorite that I came up with was the live because we met on an Instagram live. So I thought, oh, there's a correlation there. But then there are some other names that I put on there. There was um, night service. Hmm. And night service sounds wrong, you know. How does night service sound wrong? It sounds wrong. How? People are going to get the wrong impression of it. I didn't say after dark service. I said night service. I mean, I understand, but I mean, I was just thinking about like, you know, Sunday night service. Tarrying. Exactly. That's what I was thinking about. Tarrying and tarrying. That's what I I was thinking about. You know, 6.30 p.m. until question mark. But I thought of that. I thought of um, prayer breakfast. The prayer breakfast. I thought of uh, the convention. Just a whole bunch of churchy stuff because we came from a churchy background. And I was like, nah. She was like, nah. Uh, The kick up is fine. 
Um, So we came up with that and then the vision kind of morphed around that of creating just an environment where people can just chill and relax and laugh and just have a good time. It's it's the kick up, guys. It's the kick up, man. So, yeah, yeah, man, we're here. If you don't know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. A pandemic. I I don't know about you. I'm in the middle of a pandemic. Bands. Wow. Bands. God is good. God has been faithful. He has. Ibasha. He, <laughs> <laughs> he has honestly. Ah! This pandemic has has blessed a lot of people, mm-hmm. myself included. But I'm I'm a little upset because we're like it feels like we're going back into phase two. Like if you okay, if you're not from Toronto, if you're not from Canada, we had like our like four phases or five phases. We still haven't reached the full fifth full form phase you know we reach, full form. we only reached like phase three and then like doug is like ah we're gonna kick it back again because i don't even feel like because you i was even talking to my family about this like we this isn't the first pandemic that i've at least for me i've seen in my lifetime like we had to live through the sars pandemic we had to yeah. live through the the swine flu pandemic uh even the ebola it wasn't necessarily too prevalent in western countries but we lived through that as well and i've still never seen anything to the magnitude of covid yeah that's why there's a lot of conspiracy theories around that this is like Mm. man-made because when they're looking at past pandemics it usually affects regions at a time this is like the first one that's a good point in fact affects like the whole planet right so this one's unprecedented but like here in toronto toronto peel region and ottawa specifically we were able to like dine in and we were able to go to the gym and Mm. the movies and then our premiere aka if you're from the u.s our premiere is similar to what you guys call a governor our premiere oh okay yeah our premiere is like um you guys gotta cut that out again at least for the next 28 days ah dougie man so i guess this is a good thing for us because now most of you will be inside so you're definitely gonna listen to our podcast facts you have no excuse you have no excuse because what are you doing what else do you have to do you have nothing to do you have nothing to do you have nothing to do unless you're going grocery shopping in which you can still listen to the podcast while you're grocery shopping so you have no excuse you don't have an excuse but yo before we go on i just want to say right now there's a there's some crazy things happening over in um nigeria right now absolutely i'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have been seeing it all over the social webs and stars now i'm not gonna lie when i first saw that hashtag i thought they were talking about you know the disease SARS, right as a lot of non-nigerians that as well we're like we're like really nigeria has to do with covid and sars no <laughs> and then um because i have a lot of nigerian friends right i was educated on what it actually is and what's going on do you know what's about it not not as much as i would like to so if you are privy to you know what's going on i'd love to hear it i don't know too much i just know that sars is apparently um uh a branch of the police in in Nigeria mm-hmm. that was originally formed to uh, control armed robbers, and they, well, I guess, over time, 
correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I'm not Nigerian, but this is what I've read or seen on lives and videos. Over time, they kind of directed their energy from the arm robbers to everyday citizens, especially more younger people, where if they see a younger person like driving a nice car or wearing a nice outfit or they have a nice haircut, then they kind of assume that, oh, they have money, so they're going to go bad them up and kind of be like, stop them, harass them, yeah, get bribed from them. Right. And if people resist, then they actually like start killing them. So that's kind of what has been going on. Like, Got it. So it's been crazy. So honestly, I don't want to speak too much on it because, like I said, I, I, I'm not really aware, but I just wanted to put that out there bring awareness to what's going on absolutely and to continue to pray for for our brothers and sisters in nigeria do you know if there's like any like is there anything that we can we is there a petition that we can sign is there anywhere that we can donate like do you know anything of that sort i'll do my research after but i just want to know if you know don't okay um i just know there was protests i know there was a protest in toronto like two days ago okay i saw um my friend Femi, Femi Lawson was down there, and some Fe- other. As in Baba, Baba Femi? Baba Femi. Uh. Femi Lawson, he was there, like, doing his thing, so, and some other people. But, um, yeah, that's all I know. Okay. Well, definitely, <coughs> hashtag NSARS. Um, I'll be doing my own research, you know, so I can be better educated, because, like you, I do have Nigerian colleagues. I do have African colleagues. There's so much just happening in, like, there's stuff happening in the in the Dominic, um, sorry, the Republic of Congo mm-hmm. right oh, now. Yeah, that too. Um, and so there's just a lot happening in that nation. And so we're definitely, you know, praying for them. And if there's anything that we can do, please do your research, inform yourself, enlighten yourself, and, you know, govern yourselves accordingly. We're all in this together, guys. And this is why we need to pray for our leaders and we need right leadership. Right. AKA America. Let's talk about it. Y'all not Trump, slick. Y'all didn't get away. Trump had a rally like a couple days ago. As he as he always does. This man is still the man claims he only has a little bit of COVID in him. So let's 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 break that down. So Trump gets COVID. And he's shipped off. Well, first of all, the internet has a field day with the fact that Trump gets COVID. They start making songs and remix. There were songs? Oh, there were songs. They're pretty vulgar for this podcast, but there were songs. Like, they had a field day. They're like, this guy, he's, it's over with, like, finally, and all that stuff. And, you know, he was, he was sent to a military hospital, to my understanding. And then he addresses the nation three days after being admitted to the hospital saying that he has been reco- that he has recovered fully from covid now when th- back here in 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 toronto you know um i was sent home from my job because i had a dry cough yeah. and they told me to see a medical professional i couldn't see i had to book an online doctor's appointment and they the doctor told me to self isolate for 14 days and if I feel better to go back to work. Obviously, the pandemic hit full force and I couldn't do that. But the requirement was 14 days. 14 days. So how in the world does the president of the United States recover from COVID in three days when medical professionals tell us to self-isolate 
for 14 days because that is the time period in which if you do have COVID, those symptoms will start to arise in a 14-day period. So, Crystal, explain this to me. I think either A, this is not only what I think, this is what I've been reading up and a lot of people have the same thought. Mm. A, he never really had COVID. He was just trying to say it for a bigger uh, agenda behind it, which is kind of revealing itself right, right. now. Um, or two, if he had COVID, it's Donald Trump. He doesn't care. Donald Trump walks to the beat of his own drum. Mm -hmm. And we know this. Yep. We shouldn't be surprised. Mm. The man had a rally. <clears throat> he had a rally the other day. And he's saying how he's fully immune. I don't know how someone could be fully immune from COVID, but okay. The man is 74 years old. He said he's immune. You, you're 74. You can't be. You are and old. You are not immune. You're especially not immune. He's immune. He said he, apparently he's immune. And he's like, he feels so great. I just want to kiss all the men and the beautiful woman. I just think also it's interesting that he just had to add the adjective beautiful. Like what? You don't want to kiss the ugly woman? No! <laughs> like I'm a little like why why can he just say I want to kiss all the men and the women oh my god well what about the beautiful men what happened to them he said men so no, it's all encompassing it, according to you he said men and beautiful women we didn't the men didn't get no adjective yeah because that's all encompassing he wants to kiss all the men and just the beautiful men with his COVID self. So he wants to kiss the ugly men too. Apparently, according mm. to him. Gotta fix up Donald Trump. With his COVID self. But you know what? Honestly, <laughs> America, y'all need to do some warfare. I mean, y'all need to you get out y'all need a real night Im service. Immediate. A real All night of one need to tarry again. Tarry. Tarry and tarry again. Slap some Ireland. All of you. In the spirit. You understand? Because the way uh, your country is going. Listen, all of y'all need to go vote. Like on a real on a real note, all of y'all need to go vote. I know that I vote during our federal election. I voted. I made sure that I made my voice heard. I'm pretty sure you did as well. I did. And y'all need to do the same because y'all are the biggest economy in the world. So when the elephant shifts in the bed, Canada feels it. The Central Americas feel it. Everyone else feels it. Feels it. So y'all need to do your due diligence. Get the red out of the White House. And let's kind of turn this around. I think it's just funny, though, the way the three different type of campaign strategies that are going on. You see the Trump with the rallies. And then Kanye West had his campaign video. That made me smile. Have I you can't seen even it? lie. I have seen it. I, I watched it. I like. What a do you think times. about it? Uh, man. I mean, okay. So he said, uh, something along the lines of, um, you know, the way that we're gonna turn this country around is by prayer. It was a very, it was, it was a very kind of faith centric campaign video. Obviously, yeah. because Kanye has become a a, a self proclaimed man of faith, mm -hmm. which is fine. Um. It didn't appear as if he had any other plans or any other. Well, I mean, it's it was like a minute long campaign video, so he can't condense all of that into there. But it really felt as if, you know, it was just like he's going to lead this country uh, by God and God alone. 
and that's not wrong necessarily but to the american public a lot of which aren't of the same persuasion as you it's going to be hard to convince them that this is not a like a practical joke or anything like that yeah they need to see something you know because they all they already take kanye's faith for a joke so for you to uh uh i guess start your campaign off with simply that yeah i mean he can he can prove himself along the line and then also he had that he had that camp that rally um where he was like he he burst into tears and you know he was he was calling out a, a a black girl in the crowd for wearing a mask and all that stuff it was just it was a lot and so i don't think people necessarily take his political aspirations seriously me i love kanye west so i'm and but i'm not an american citizen so i will you know so you're saying if you were living in america you'd vote for him no that's not what i'm saying that's not what I'm saying. Me purchasing an album and me, well, not purchasing, streaming, because, you know, Apple Music. Uh, um, me streaming and getting al- paid. No, we're not. Soon. Let, hey, we got we to gotta speak that. Amen. A- amen. Kaya. Ha. Listen. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm not saying that if I was a U.S. citizen that I would, you know, waste my vote. Not waste, but I would use my vote to vote for someone who isn't proven in politics Mm. you know what i'm saying it's the same reason why i wouldn't vote for trump his his egregious you know um past and and things and practices aside trump is not a proven politician yeah i would more so neither was go ahead i'm sorry go ahead no 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 no, no. go 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 okay yeah no but i mean joe biden has been in this like for almost like 40 years Mm -hmm. like i think plus that and so I mean, the longevity doesn't necessarily prove competent, but I would be more so privy to vote for Joe Biden because he's a proven politician. He, right. he does this. And so and I, his running mate has been in the Senate. She's been um, the lead prosecutor. I forgot what the name is called again. The top prosecutor. Uh, I forget. Too. Head prosecutor. I forget. Too. Basically, she was um, Commissioner Gordon. Right. OK, so. um so they both have their experience in the political realm. Right. Have you seen Biden's new um, campaign video? I have not. It's um, you need to see it. I need to. I need to see it. You should actually. You should have watched it before you came on this pod, man. That's why I put it on the docket. You know. I didn't. Sorry. My my bad. I dropped the ball first episode, guys. I'm sorry. Wow. I didn't I didn't view the I, I trusted Crystal, so I'm just like whatever you bring up, I'll talk about it's fine. But you know, but I should have watched it. If you haven't watched it, how are you gonna talk about it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. I, I will watch I will watch it. So Biden What were your thoughts on the video? He basically had two uh, brothers, two black men, kind of like talking to each other, but like as a almost like a rap battle type of thing no wait 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 crystal crystal i'm not joking that's the video crystal are you serious yes so these two black guys they're basically talking to each other one is saying oh you gotta vote the other one's saying why should i vote and it's basically like a conversation of why you should vote biden and kamala but it's done in like like in a rap kind of sense so you you watch bet growing up yeah. So you remember those demographic tailored McDonald's commercials? 
yeah. where they would they roll up to the basketball court, be like, "Hey, uh, Kyle, what you got there?" And Kyle's like, "Oh, it's just the ten piece chicken nugget combo from McDonald's." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," and the, they're like, "Oh, word, we should totally hit that up after the game." And he's like, for show. And they're like, but, 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 and some hip hop beat in, <laughs> in the background. You're telling me that Joe Biden basically put out a. Basically. Oh, God. A black version of his campaign. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Father, take he us put, now. He put out a black version of his campaign. Let me tell you something. I feel like, though, this was probably the idea of Kamala. You think so? I think it was probably partly Kamala's idea. Um, Kamala's Jamaican. I don't know if she follows too much of Jamaican politics. But uh oh. But um one of the um politicians in Jamaica that's running for PM, Mm. she has like a kind of like a rap video. A rap video for her um for her campaign. So I'm thinking maybe Kamala saw this and it's like, ooh, this would uh this would work. Mm. But um it's not the same because it it seems now I don't know, like parts of me is like, okay, I understand like you're trying to capture a certain demographic, but like it's almost like insulting in a sense because it's like is that how you feel like that's the only way you're gonna relate to black people like, by what? like I don't I, I by really doing don't a mock-up like rap video hey you listen to me vote for biden and you will see that america will change in a flash Basically. and if not we'll do the dash back to like what is going on I, is that the way that they think we we communicate it's 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 low-key insulting <sighs> like probably the intention it's like it reminded me very much of like when like we were all coming for H and M and Gucci for their little stunts that they pulled and, mm. and offended the black community. This kind of reminds me of that in a sense. But to that point, that's why I don't think that this had anything to do with Kamala. Even though as the running mate, you know, she probably has a say, but I think this is I think this is uh Bishop Biden's doing. I feel like Kamala has enough say with biden mm-hmm. for her to get kind of her way in the campaign i don't know just something if it was in kamala, me doesn't believe if it was that kamala this was and trump yeah then i'd be like okay nah kamala has no say but because it's biden i feel like biden doesn't really know what to say with the black people so he's taking all his advice from Kamala of so, how he can reach the black people. So then why would Kamala recommend that, hey, rap battle? I, pro- Maybe I promise. Maybe it wasn't her rap inception. Battle. Maybe her team as well brought it and she thought like, oh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Either way, I don't know. <laughs> I need to go watch that. I need a good laugh. It was very interesting. Um. When I say rap, it was it wasn't like there was a beat or anything. It was mm-hmm. kind of like more like a spoken word, but you get what my point, right? Yeah, but we don't rhyme when we talk. <laughs> like that's not that's not everyday dialogue for black people. This is what I'm saying. We don't saying. just cipher all of our conversations. This is what I'm saying, but like 
Yeah, I mean, all I can say is American politics, very interesting, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Very entertaining, like reality TV. Bad Girls Club, who? Reality TV. White House, absolutely. Um, But yeah, I mean, y'all go vote. Please. Y'all have 20-something days left. Please. So go vote. Go and vote. Absolutely. Have you seen um, the Billboard Awards? I think it was last night. I'm so glad you brought this up, Crystal, because I was dying to talk about this. I did not watch the Billboard Awards, but I did follow it on social media last night. And when I tell you, I was pissed. Why? I was mad. I was mad because it's it's the same thing that I see happening i think it's a trend that's happening in all of the music awards where the genres have become so nuanced Mm -hmm. uh, to the point where it's they're unrecognizable and so the people blend in the people that actually deserve to win in that category don't win in that category Mm. like apparently kanye won all the gospel category (laughs) listen I wasn't I wasn't necessarily too mad about that because Kanye came and said I'm making a gospel album. Right. And he came and he made a gospel album. Do you know album. who he was up against? No, I don't. Who 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 was he up against? I don't know. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Hold on. Because I don't know who he was up against. I was so mad. I was so mad. Hold on. That he won? No. I was mad about everything, honestly. BBMAs 2020. I think I mean, like, I'm trying to think of which other gospel artist came up with things. This, well, I'm pretty sure there's tons of gospel artists. We gonna find, it. we gonna find it today. But I'm, I'm gonna talk about who I was. Um, we met at Post Malone. Let's talk about that while I look for this. So, for those who don't know me, I love rap. I love rap music. I love hip hop. Um, I when you came in today, I was listening to rap, mm-hmm. and so i'm a purist when it comes when it comes to that art form when it comes to that craft and when it comes to that genre so when i see a in a uh, a category for an award show of top rapper or top rap album or best rap album or best hip-hop performance or whatever i'm expecting to see a rapper win that award yeah now i love post malone is post, post malone not a rapper now listen to me I listened in in just in short. I listened a, to a couple songs off of Post Malone's recent album, okay, and he he wasn't rapping on any of them. What was he doing? Singing. He's a singer. Yeah, apparently. I I mean, you. I don't understand. Someone's gonna have to explain to me from the industry or whatever how singing converts to rapping and therefore you're able to outrank people that are actually rapping on every track on their albums it's just very it's just very but confusing isn't billboards just about streams yes so if he has more people it's streaming just, it's just stuff, numbers then... but the but my problem is why is he i have no problem with him winning but why is he in that category right what category should he been in pop pop or something Thanks. it's very i mean he has a he has a song that's killing the radio right now um i forget the i forget this um the title but run away run away, that one and so that there's no rapping in that song that does not you, sound rap at all thank you 
it's not it's not rap it's got like some guitar in it it's like some it sounds very country yeah and so post malone i mean the first song that he came out with that we knew him for was white iverson mm-hmm. and i mean th- it was at a time where i guess because he's known as a rapper they're just gonna put him in the rap category even if his songs are not but the thing is, I didn't even I didn't even consider him as a rapper when he came out. Like when he first dropped that song, he didn't rap in any of it. And that's why I was saying that rap has become so and not even just rap, but genres have become so nuanced. Yeah. Where it's like th- things will, you know, trends will come and things will change. And then the the purity of the genre yeah. will be completely forgotten. Yeah, so yeah. no one's 20, 30 years down the line we people may consider opera rap <laughs> and people may consider you honestly know, i can see that happening co- and we sooner get, than 20 30 years who knows we may get some explicit gospel albums oh no man that's when you know jesus listen is really back. i i want to know it. jesus is i i hope the lord allows me to live long enough to see an explicit gospel album. i don't want to see that i that is, Horrible. Then you know what the state of the world is going to be in at that Yo! point in time. Trash. Dude, I, I mean, won't the buy it. Already, let, me, let me just say. The world's already trash. Listen. I know it is. I definitely know it is. I won't buy it. But I definitely. I, if someone has the boldness to make that happen, I want to see that. Wasn't that Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. That was, it wasn't explicit at all. Oh. Bible of Love. It didn't have any swearing in it. No vulgarity or anything like that. It was. It was. He didn't. He barely did anything. It was packed with gospel artists, gospel musicians, and so yeah. But I was really disappointed with that. Really disappointed with that. I mean, do people even watch award shows anymore? I didn't even know it was on. Honestly, ever since I, I feel like this whole year, people have not watched any award shows. It's kind of like you find out after the fact that the award show happened. Right. Which is kind of sad, because I remember when board shows used to be a thing. Like people Absolutely. would make sure their evenings were free, or even have like goss um Grammy parties or Oscar parties. Like that that seems like it's a thing of the past. Okay, so I found the list. Mm-hmm. I found it for top gospel artist. Uh, there was Kirk Franklin. Mm. There was Corin Hawthorne. Tasha Cobbs Le- Leonard mm-hmm. and the Sunday Service Choir, and then Kanye West, and he won the award over over Kirk, Kirk over Tasha Cobbs, over Corin Hawthorne, and over the Sunday Service Choir. To be Choir. honest, I don't know who Corin Hawthorne is. No, she's more of a contemporary gospel artist, so it's not necessarily traditional gospel. And that's where you know the the Grammys, even though they have their little faux pas as well. It it's still their their categories are still tailored to you know the purity of the genre. So right. they'll have if it, they won't put Corin Hawthorne in the same category as a Kirk Franklin because Kirk Franklin makes traditional gospel music, right. whereas Corin Hawthorne makes contemporary gospel music. Wait, Here, so wait, she doesn't mention Jesus in her songs? Corin? No, it's not that. It's just like this. It's just like the sound of the instrumentation oh, okay. and stuff like that. So it's more so like hill songy. But it's elevation. still gospel. Yeah, it's still gospel. But the Grammys, they'll differentiate the two because oh, okay. they know because they know that they're different. Right. The billboards and stuff like that, or even the BT Wars, they'll mash it together and be like, hey, it's all it's it's all the same thing. Right. And so the people that deserve that have been carrying the legacy of their genre or of the, the message in their music for years don't get the recognition that right. they deserve. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why the posty thing upset me. Honestly, I don't, I don't really care. 
Then what? <laughs> you got me all riled up <laughs> for what? And you didn't Because I wanted to see your point. Oh, man. I was just, I was just like, what? And don't, don't get me wrong. Post, Post Malone and Kanye West, they're, they're great. They're great artists. They make great songs. They're very successful. However, give the recognition to the people that actually deserve it. If you have an R&B category, I don't want to see no pop artists in that category. Was Cardi nominated for anything? She was. She was. I believe she was nominated for like top female. Yeah, she won top female artist. Speaking of Cardi, she had a hell of a birthday weekend. Oh no. <laughs> she had a she had a birthday oh, weekend. Oh man. The turn up was real. COVID where? Honestly, people were not social distancing listen no masks i didn't see no masks in sight i'm wondering party. if she made the people get a test before entering their party or something what i don't think so that's wild like, I, I don't think she so. was partying straight like five days in a row ram pack full of people strippers everything rappers people on top of people i'm just like Mm. we're not in a pandemic nasty but can you blame them look who their leader is yeah yeah absolutely he he encourages people to just go on with life like it's normal so and drink bleach too eat it oh gosh one thing about cardi i didn't really want to bring this up but like it was the reaction to it that was kind of like really people like people are just so disgusting (sighs) <sighs> if you're gonna bring up what i think you're gonna bring up i'm already so exhausted about that but so what like, well, what was it so like not <laughs> <laughs> a mercy so cardi <laughs> leaked her her own okay um, <laughs> go ahead go ahead her go ahead. own nudes okay mm-hmm. accidentally um and I'm not really here to talk about like her nudes or anything or what was seen. Like that's not what um that's not what this podcast is for. If you want to hear about that, I'm pretty sure you can find find some, more. some other show. I'm just more about like the reaction, especially from the a lot of men to her nudes. Oh man! And like how they were just literally bringing down this woman's body, mother at that. Hmm. mother so, that breastfed her child listen crystal so i i actually um i listened to the breakfast tele the breakfast uh cl- club sorry i can't talk for some reason but the breakfast club they, they they touched on it a little bit and they they said that cardi explained what happened so it wasn't like you said it i was, was an actually accident. on the live as she was explaining. it was an accident and she thought that while the picture was uploading, she thought if I turn off my phone, yeah, then the picture won't upload. And that didn't work because she asked her people to check whether it's online. And she they're like, offset. yep. And it was there. And she couldn't get to it in time. Offset's like, yo, 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 you uploaded the picture. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, um, on this show, we're definitely going to make it a, a practice to uh, call out the buffoons that feel it necessary to be in black women's business as if, uh, uh, like you said, she's a mother. Uh, she's a wife. Uh, she is a successful artist whatever and obviously she's very sexually liberal 
and I mean, things like this happen. It happens all the time. But it's not even that. It's the fact that these a lot of these men and some women too were coming after how her and her body looked yeah like do you expect all women's bodies to look the same the jokes the jokes were rude i was like i was on tiktok i was on twitter i was on instagram and it was just never ending it was it was disgusting i'm like you guys are actually ridiculous and it's so sad it just speaks to a larger narrative of how um social media has really warped our minds into believing that this is a certain way that women have to look. Facts. And if you don't look this way, then you're not beautiful. Then you're not beautiful. Which is false. Which is crazy. It's 100% false. Because, men, I'm going to let you know something right now. I know that we all want, you know, we want the curves, we want the face, we want the hair, the dunk, and all that. And the, exactly. But let me tell you something. If you want the dunk, the dunk might come with a belly. I'm going to just let you know this right now. Facts. And you fupa on deck, and you're just gonna have to live with it, okay? A lot of guys like the fupa. I'm I'm a fan of I'm a fan of the fupa. He's okay? a fan of the. Fupa. I'm a fan. I haven't seen the fupa. I haven't seen I because you know I'm Christian man. You know, mom is listening fupa to this podcast. Just belly man. I know, but I'm not. I'm not here. I'm. I'm listen, listen, men. You're gonna have to come to grips with the fact that not all women's bodies are gonna look like Kim Kardashian. They're not gonna look like the women that you see on the billboards and, and all I that stuff. I respect Kim, but I'm. Let's be honest. Mm. All these women have done has had work, work. done. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's be realistic. <laughs> Let us be realistic <laughs> that not all women's bodies gonna look the same. Absolutely. And even if you do work, your body's still not going to look the same as ever. And why would you want every single woman's body to look the same? Like, literally, you go on Instagram, you go on social media, you see every woman's body looks the same. Like, they all go to the same doctor. Yep. The doctor has that same picture <laughs> up on his wall, and they just point and be like, give me that. Like, literally, it's becoming like a production line i it's crazy because these same men that have opinions and like you said you know want all women's bodies to look the same don't even buy the same pairs of shoes it's mad you don't wear the same pairs of clothes every day and i seen a i seen a <laughs> i seen a tweet about um somebody wrote oh these same men that are talking about um cardi b's breasts are the same men and she had a picture of a um like four men with the you know the razor bumps and the bumps <laughs> She's like, like these, these are the same men. That. These are the same men talking Fam. about Cardi B's breasts with them razor bumpa bumpa bumpy up head. I promise you, I'm probably like ninety nine percent sure that the people that had the most to say about Cardi, uh, like got doo doo streaks. Head bump up. Listen. Fierce bump up. Water bottles under your bed. <laughs> Quit the talks. Crumbs under the pillow. Like, honestly. Like just, just stay, just stay. If you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. And if you don't have anything good to think, go get therapy. I mean, honestly, people will always say some bull, but it's just, it's very interesting. And I just want to be like, listen, guys. But we also have check a re- yourself. Listen, you're I- talking about her breasts and how they look. How does your belly look? Uh, How does your teeth look? <laughs> How does your breath smell? Crystal, no! 
Why is there brown stuff coming oh out my your ears? God! Crystal, crystal tech time with you know them. What I'm saying? Crystal Why is under your nails black? Oh my god, that's a big one though. Why is your toenails creeping up my leg? Go get, go get pedicures. Right. Go get manicures. But at the same time, you know, to end off that topic, men, we have we have a responsibility because there are those men, that demographic of men that will willingly and with the quickness body shame women you know who have done nothing to them they've never met and them they or will whatever not show their face but you have a responsibility to speak louder than those ignorant men let a black woman know let a woman know that they're beautiful no matter especially what especially black women especially particularly they, we, ne- we need, need to, to know it. you need they need to know they need to know that their skin is clear okay they even need, if their skin isn't clear they're they still need to know beautiful that their wig isn't stiff even if it isn't stiff, they're still <laughs> beautiful. They're beautiful. Any shape, size, color, height, whatever, let them know. Give them $150. But ladies, if you have a friend and her wig is stiff, just pull her aside <gasps> nicely in love. Oh, my God. In love and be <sighs> like, hey, sis, um, it might be time to take that out and do a little change but the key word is sis. in love right? right in love and sis because men i better not see you trying to ch- tell no woman that her wig is th- that's not your place to do that's not Unless your place it's to do your that. wife maybe then you yeah. can tell her yeah of course tell her what? her wig stiff and she need to come out but if you're gonna tell her wig stiff then you also need to Put on another three hundred, four hundred dollar for her to buy a new wig, and that's what I'm saying. All don't, right, don't be telling no woman that her her nails are chip, and you can't pay for a new set. Pay for a new set. Period. Pay for a new set. All right. A new pair of wigs and thing. All right. All right. Yo, question. Yes. Moving to another question I had, or you had. Mm-hmm. Um. Because the NBA season is over, and I'm sad. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I, I'm actually kind of sad about I, that. I watched that finals, and I, I was on the verge of tears. Um, I've, it's I've, been a, a tumultuous season. Yeah. Like, I've my love for basketball, like, I've, I really started to love the sport, like, from, like, three, four years ago. I'm about to cry. But my yo. love for basketball actually grew oh. exponentially this year. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. Exponentially. Because I know, I know what you're going to ask, but let me ask you a question. And I don't mean to, to, to put it on a sad note, but this is necessary because it did happen in the midst of the season. Where were you when you heard the news that Kobe died? Um, I was at church. <sighs> I was at church. I was at church and um I was walking in the hallway cuz I was uh, I think I was about to get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like scrolling through my Instagram and I saw a picture of Kobe and I was just like I didn't really pay attention cuz honestly like a lot of times you just be scrolling you're not really reading captions. I just saw a picture and I was like I saw like three four pictures of him. I was like, oh, "Okay. Well, I don't know. Don't really care right and then somebody came up to me he's like yo did you hear i'm like what yo kobe 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 um kobe and his and his daughter uh died i'm like what and then that's when i ran back to my instagram and i pulled it up and i started reading the captions i'm like what the hell and then it was like a good two hours of everyone trying to figure out what's happening because all the news came out like first they were saying it was just kobe right then they were saying it was 
all of his kids. Right. Then there was saying it was and like everyone was just like trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Mm-hmm. And people were flipping out. Absolutely. People were flipping out. One of my friends, he was like literally crying. Oh man. And and I was about to go home, but then I ended up staying longer and staying yeah. longer after church because everyone was just talking about it. Yeah. And I was just like, this can't be real life. Crystal man. I'll I'll let you know. I was driving to church. I had I was helping out a friend at their church in the morning and I was driving. I was on the highway and my brother texted me and he's like, uh, Kobe was in it. He said Kobe and, and Gigi were in a helicopter crash. And I didn't believe him. But I also thought I was like, okay, maybe he survived. Like it's no big deal. I walk into church and I go to the bathroom and I meet my cousin in there and he is staring at his phone and he looks up at me and he's like, yo, Kobe's dead. I'm like, why is everybody saying this? And so I look at my phone. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way this is real. And then I look at my phone and I look on Google and it's everywhere. The video is everywhere. The news is everywhere. And like you said, it was kind of muddled at first because they're saying all his daughters or all his family or just him and stuff like that. And I was just like, like I was, I was speechless. My heart dropped. I didn't. And so to see the season come to an end and LeBron finish the job for Kobe. Yeah. It was really emotional to watch that. It was very emotional to watch it. It was kind of like kind of like a tribute yeah like a proper tribute a proper send-off of you know of course of course a, very fitting a very fitting send-off um but yeah like honestly still rest in peace to kobe and Gigi, and still pray for his wife and his his kids that he left behind because come on like to lose your husband and your daughter at one time same day imagine you just spoke to them like 20 minutes ago couldn't imagine and then you hear a phone call of course like you're not expecting that like your whole world is turned upside down right so honestly keep keep them in your prayer but But back to the question yeah with the raptors my team my people my my peeps do you think um kyle larry deserves a statue no not yet why? I said that at me, DM me. I'm ready for all the smoke. No, Why? not yet. I don't think he's done enough. Wow. I don't think he's done enough. Wow. That's I mean, disrespect. I'm not saying no, but I'm I I'm not gonna be the one to sit on here and discredit, you know, the work that Kyle Lowry has put in for the Toronto Raptors organization. Kyle Lowry is is top is no debate top five Raptor of all time. I 100% agree. He's a star. He's a leader. He's a, he's good at what he does. He deserved that championship 100%. He played a part in in how that came to be. However, for me, when the season started and you know, it was confirmed that Kawhi would not be coming back mm-hmm. and Toronto was still on a high, you know, from them winning their first championship, um I resolved in my mind. I was like if the Raptors uh, go back to back this season without Kawhi. I will become a Raptors fan again. Honestly, I feel like the Raptors could have gotten farther because that last game that they had against the Celtics, mm-hmm. I feel like they honestly could have won it. But the coach, 
Nick Nurse, I feel he made a big mistake. And Beyblade Siakam. By keeping Siakam. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm i not coming for Siakam before uh, people say, oh, you like to come for people and then praise them and then. No. no. We, lo- we, we stand Pascal Siakam on this podcast. We still love Siakam, but honestly, those past two games. Come on. He fumbled the ball hard Come and on. i feel he cost us that last game and i also feel that nick nurse made a huge coaching error by keeping him on the court why he didn't switch take him out why he didn't put in um ibaka is beyond me like i was we were watching i was watching the game at my boy's house and we were screaming at the tv like why is this man still on the court why is nick nurse not taking him off of the court like we couldn't understand for the life of us i don't know if he just gave up right i don't know if he felt like you know what we're done for anyway so just let them play it out of course but like i was so confused i'm like you don't see how this man is literally costing us the game right Right, but that has nothing to do with Kyle Lowry. I mean, I was I was annoyed as well. No, it does because I feel like if it wasn't yeah, back to my point. Because <laughs> I feel like if it wasn't for that mistake, mm-hmm. I feel like Kyle Lowry could have really brought the, the the team further. I mean, like I mean, I guess yeah. Because he really when he he really helped to change around the trajectory of how the game was going when he stepped up. I feel like he. I feel like part of why we have so much respect for Kyle Lowry is because he, I mean, he's been, he's been through, you know, some of the most, uh, I guess, not tumultuous, but some of the most um, unsure times in the, in the Raptors franchise, you know, when they traded DeMar and, you know, they were making all of these decisions that people were not understanding, you know, Masai was, was in hot water because people were just not getting you know why are why is he making these decisions why are these things happening and you know Kyle Lowry had to play through all of that he was a Raptor through all of that and so for him to come out on top last year and win a championship you know after you know going through so many changes and so many rebuilds and going back to the drawing board and switching coaching and all of that stuff you know we have to give him his respect Mm -hmm. however I still don't feel like he deserves a statue yet. I feel like he's on the way because what he's done for the franchise is undeniable. Absolutely. However, get a few more get a few more rings. A few more rings. You're yeah. acting like lead your team. a ring is that easy. Lead your team. LeBron only just got his fourth ring, you know. Okay. After however how many years he's been in the league? Uh, he's been, he's been in the league for 17 seasons, but he's been to the finals 10 times. And he's only has four. So you're acting like getting a ring is that easy. You're like, oh, just get a few more rings. Like it's like, it's that easy. No, but okay. But I mean, Shaq has a, Shaq has a statue. He has five rings. So why are you going to give Kyle Lowry a statue? And he has one. Because you have to look at the context. No. You have to look at the context. Fire-fitted context. You have to look at the context of what he did for the team. It's not like we're saying give Kyle Lowry a statue in somewhere in the States. We're saying give him a statue in Toronto because what he did for Toronto, I think. So wait, so Kawhi doesn't get a statue before Kyle? 
Kawhi. That game-winning corner buzzer beater that put you guys in the finals? I think Kawhi could have gotten a statue if he stayed. It would have been over for you guys. If he missed that, I'm pretty sure y'all would have lost that game. I think he could have gotten a statue if he stayed. He chose not to stay. Yeah. So tough. Um, yeah, because <laughs> we would have definitely erected a statue in his name. We were Absolute, willing to give absolutely. Him Masai, Masai deserves a statue. I believe Masai deserves a statue. He's the first person that I believe from the Raptors franchise should get a statue. Kyle Lowry next, but if he leads his team to another championship, then I'll be like, absolutely, build it right now. Okay, that's just me because you know, enough. fear the deer, guys. Fair enough. Last thing, we have a. We have a segment yes. called, um, we actually have two segments. I forgot to mention the first one. I'm not going to go back to it. We'll do it <laughs> on the next segment, no the problem. next episode. No problem. But we have another segment called. Um, one Gotta Go. Yeah. It's a little game that we thought we'd add. We're still, you know, trying to curate our podcast to be original an original experience from us and so segments will come and they'll go and we'll perfect you know our thing here but i i submitted this game to crystal because one thing we love to do is we love to argue and um crystal if you don't know let me just give an introduction to who the illustrious crystal rose is mm, crystal rose does this Every time, and I tell Chris, him not Crystal to do it. Crystal Rose is. I tell in him short, not to do it, and he still <laughs> does it. I have to. I have to big you up. You're a black woman. I'm a black man. I have. To, I have this platform, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna big you up. So, Crystal Rose is a multi hyphenate. In short, but part of her expertise, for those who don't know, is that she's an amazing actress, and she is very knowledgeable on all things theater, film, and television. Okay. And so I was like, why not for the first episode make her blood boil just a little bit? So <laughs> I got a why? Pro- I why? got a proposition for you, Crystal, as we close this out. One's gotta go, them and all of their work that they start in. Denzel Washington, Will Smith, Jamie Foxx, and Leonardo DiCaprio. So let's start from who's staying. And then we'll do it by deductive reasoning. So the last person on your list will obviously be the person that is going for you. All right. So if you follow me on Instagram, if you just know me in general, you know, I big up this man all the time. And I'm going to just declare it into the atmosphere. I will work with you one day Ah, in Jesus name. Amen. We will start together in a film or in a TV show one day. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about none other than Jack. You know what I'm saying? None other than Jack. Come on. If you don't know who Jack is, if you don't know who Jack is. I'm talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, man. Jack. Okay. Good, good choice. Leonardo good choice. DiCaprio, he's the first one that is staying for me. Jack Titanic. I didn't make the, the correlation in my it's okay. head. <laughs> it's okay. You're a child. Sorry. What? You it's see? A, it's okay. Oh, my God. All right. It's go sorry. ahead. We forgive you. <laughs> Guys, we can still smell his mother's breath. Oh my breath. god. Uh, <laughs> enough. Go no. ahead. Explain why you want Leonardo DiCaprio. But anyways, Leonardo DiCaprio is staying because he is an amazing actor. He is brilliant at what he does. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, 
yeah, one may argue that he may not have been cast in some of the best movies, but the fact that he can still take a movie that may not have been the best movie and make it into a stellar film is says something about your acting skills. It says something mm-hmm. about what you your screen presence. Mm. Um, and he's just played a lot of different characters. He's very versatile in right. what he can play. His range is crazy. His films are his one of his films are like my top films like inception for one that's your favorite leonardo dicaprio film it's one of my favorite films in general like ever in general it's a great movie inception is one um obviously if you claim that you're a film lover and you titanic is not on your top list do we have to love that film yes you do it's a classic (laughs) we've gotta love it yes if you're a film lover if you're a film lover even if you don't really like um, the storyline per se, you need to love the film just for the fact that it broke so many records or it broke so it broke a lot of um, I don't want to say records. What's it? it just it was the first of its kind of when it came out for a lot of things. I'll say the scene in that movie where the string quartet was playing as the ship was going down. Is probably one of my favorite film scenes in masterpiece in, 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 in cinema history. Masterpiece. Now, some might argue and say, "Well, that has nothing to do with Leonardo. That has everything to do with the director, uh, James Cameron." Shout out to James Cameron. Uh, uh, but nah, it also had to do with Leonardo because he he made the film along he bodied with his, that along with his co-star Kate Winslet. Shout out to Kate Winslet. No one has ever drowned on film the way that he has thank you that man sank into the water masterfully masterfully <laughs> do you understand thank you so leonardo he's first on my list and i can go on and on and on i mean i talk about all the time the scene that he did in django unchained right where he like smashed the table um and he broke glass while he smashed the table um and the glass actually cut his hand mm-hmm. but the man kept going mm-hmm. you know uh novice actor would probably look at it and stop <laughs> and they would have to call cut and then waste film waste time nah he's a pro you understand he's a profesh he kept going and he used it to his advantage profesh, you understand profesh. he actually smeared his actual blood on Kerry washington i was just about to say face. that i was just about to say that i felt like that was a hate crime against us on Kerry washington's face he smeared his actual blood <sighs> on her face on olivia in that pope's scene. face Okay, come on. I mean, that also can speak to her as well for her not being like, yo, Because a Scarborough shirt would be like, what? Did you just smear your blood on my face? Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Did you just smear your blood? Are you dumb? But there you go. Okay, so All right, he, I'm going to go get my brother. One. I'm going to go get my brother. Who's your Who's your top on your list? My top, the first person that's staying for me is the GOAT, the undisputed champion, living champion of film and cinema none other than john q uh 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 uh, um the man the myth the legend malcolm x malcolm x uh uh detroit red none other than denzel washington (laughs) now the reason why i say this (laughs) the reason why i say this is because denzel now people have the argument that you know denzel doesn't necessarily transform in his films it's just denzel playing other roles you know i can see that but however i'm just like as you said making the same point 
the 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 work that he's been casted in i don't feel like denzel has had a bad movie personally for me i've watched a pretty good amount i have got a denzel shirt upstairs with his entire filmography on the back of the shirt nice. and i i'm i think i've watched a majority of those films and i've loved every single one of them from two from something as recent as two guns and fences to something as classic as remember the titans john q american gangster malcolm x that training type of stuff day. training day man on fire come on it's denzel yeah he for me he's the type of person that if a trailer um that he's in were to pop on the screen i would buy the ticket that instant okay i'm going to see every denzel movie that's my that's my guy that's my go-to denzel i also do want to work with you one day as well so if you are listening to this um remember me my name is crystal rose um and we can make great cinematography magic make it happen make it happen absolutely so who's second for you second on my list would have to be um um this is the story all about how my life got twisted upside down. Say, I like to take a minute to just sit right here. I tell you how I'm going to sit right here. Sit right here. Y'all know who that is. Oh, my God. Will Smith. Okay. And he's second on my list to stay because, um, listen, can we ever live with ourselves and say, yeah, I'm okay with Fresh Prince never existing? no no it's probably for me it's the greatest black sitcom of all time we cannot to say fresh prince never existed that's mad (sighs) to live in a world where there was no fresh prince i can't even imagine that no that's crazy like fresh prince will smith he's staying because even if it's just fresh prince alone that's why he's staying that's a very good point even if it's just that alone that's a I've never actually thought of that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But he's actually had other good films after. I mean, recently a lot of people say that he hasn't been casted in a lot of other good things. Like it's kind of kind of been dropping. But he's given us some classics. Come on, Men in Black, Mm -hmm. Um, Bad Boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, My one of my favorites. Another one of my favorite movies. um, I Am Legend. Mm -hmm. I Robot. You know, um, Pursuit of Happiness. seven pounds yeah you know um he had some good films and he's one also he's one of the very 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 few and when i say very few like i literally can probably only name three actors that started off in comedy and was able to successfully transition to um he started in music to drama he was a rapper well, yeah, I mean, like, in the acting sphere, though. Yeah, of course. It's hard for a comedic actor to be taken seriously in a drama. Right. You know what I'm saying? And to do it well. Like, can you picture um, Kevin Hart in a, a, a drama? He was in one. Oh, okay, well, i never seen him. You've never seen it? Mm-mm. It was, um, I, it was. Was I, he good? Yeah, it was okay. It was decent. All right. So we want excellence up in here. So that's why he's second on my list. That's a good choice. I respect that choice. However, my choice is different. Okay. My second choice is Jamie Foxx. Why? Because like you, Jamie Foxx is a multi-hyphenate. Jamie Foxx does everything. However, it is my personal conviction that Jamie Foxx was born to act. Mm. I don't care what music he puts out. 
I don't care what stamina, stamina, what stand-up comedy special he does in the future. That's actually a good name, Stamity. Stamity. I don't like that name. You can trademark it if you want. Stamity. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I believe that that man is that man is a bona fide actor, and like you said, I'll make the same argument that for me. I mean, he's done a lot of a lot of great great things like you know dream girls and stuff like that but ray alone solidifies him for me that performance was i watched ray on a whim i was just looking for a movie to watch on my rogers cable box when i was in you know living with my mom as a teenager and i came on ray and it said jamie fox and i was like okay let's see what this is about and i i've probably watched that movie like 10 times it's a good film oh he plays it brilliantly. Chef's kiss, like it's ama- it's amazing. And so Jamie Foxx, I feel like he's also like Will Smith. He's a personable person. Yeah. Um, and he he's able to transform in in the work that he does. Um, he's not the same person in Ray that he is in The Kingdom of Heaven or something like that. Mm. And you know, the Jamie Foxx show is also it's a great. You know, it doesn't necessarily hold up next to something like Fresh Prince or something like that, but it definitely holds up as, you know, a black sitcom. And he's very also very funny, comedic genius. That ro- that that uh the roast that he was on with with Monique and all those guys, mm. like he's sol- he's solid. If I need someone to roast someone for me, I'm calling Jimmy Fox. He's another actor that successfully trans transitioned from comedy to yeah. drama i mean he he's he's able to pivot so well like he i mean he hosted the bet awards i mean he's he's he has hits yeah 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 hits and i mean this doesn't necessarily speak to his acting you know credentials but he for me he's just one of my favorites he's also one that i will race to the box office to go see absolutely okay for me the third i mean it's hard like we have denzel and jamie left um Maybe. and the reason i'm gonna be mad either way but go ahead <laughs> the, the reason why i'm gonna pick this guy over the other is because simply the fact that the movies that he's in are movies that i can watch over and over and again right versus the other one like i've watched his movies once and i'm okay if i don't really watch it again <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i don't deny that he was brilliant in it I don't deny that he did a fantastic job, but like I haven't really rewatched any of this man's films over and over again. Right. So that's why for me, Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx has to go. Okay. I'm not too mad at that. If you would have said Denzel, I would have flipped this table over. No, Jamie Foxx has to go for, for that reason. Um, ah! Denzel, what Denzel for me, like obviously, I, and it's crazy. A lot of people might come for me, like, how could you I'm say you're? Th- how Yo. could you say you're an actress and you only watch? I've literally only watched like maybe four or five, Den- five Denzel movies. What? No, 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 five no, 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 or six, no, 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 no. and that is Malcolm X, obviously, Training Day, Book of Eli. Um, Book of Eli was good. Equalizer. Equalizer was good too. Um, American Gangster. Uh huh. Fences. You didn't watch He Got Game? And I think that's it. You didn't watch He Got Game? No. You didn't watch Remember the Titans? No. John Q. I I think I have, but I can't remember. Flight. 
Nope. I mean, what? What? But he's still staying on my list because <sighs> the films that I have watched of him, I'm like, whoa! I I've watched Malcolm X like maybe three, four, five, six times. I've Training Day. <laughs> don't kick me. I've watched Training Day for the first time ever, like a couple months ago. Nah, it's overrated. But for me. no, that movie's brilliant. To uh, me, it's good, but it's. I mean, pe- I think people hype it up a little bit too much. I think it was really good. Mm. It could also be because he looked really good in it. Okay, all right. <laughs> like the man is fine <laughs> in the movie. I mean, that could be possibly it. I think it's. I I read somewhere that it's because Denzel has like th- a symmetrical face. As to why, too. as to why people think he's so attractive, is I that why? That I don't know. I just he just looked really good in that. Film. But wait, did and you, also in Malcolm X, he looked very good in Malcolm X. Did you watch the Great Debaters? I don't know. I don't oh so. man! But yeah, that's why. That's why. Uh, don't don't die. That's oh. why. That's why. Um, Jamie Fox has can go. I respect um, that decision because I just haven't really rewatched any of his films. Like Ray, like you said, is brilliant, but. I've only watched Ray maybe once or twice, mm. and I don't really have a desire to watch it again. I I can understand that, but now it's my time to upset you. So my you're <laughs> not gonna upset mm. my so so why does hold on so before I put my answer in why does Jamie Fox have to go for you? I told you why. Oh you're right, not right. No, I listen. Sorry, I guess I just put it out of my mind because I'm like. Why is Leonardo DiCaprio not last off your list for me? But he's last on my list, okay? Now, this is not to discredit Leonardo DiCaprio because he's a phenomenal actor. I told Crystal days before we recorded this that Wolf of Wall Street is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. He was absolutely... Yet you want him to go. He was absolutely brilliant in that. Just the whole movie itself, I can watch over and over again. However... And I'm going to change my reason because I originally said that I feel like, for me, the industry upholds Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Whereas with people like uh, Denzel, Will Smith, and Jamie Foxx, their music, also uh, music, their work, um, while also being accredited in the industry, is also upheld by a culture and by people and that's why we love them so much however like you said leonardo dicaprio is a great actor phenomenal one of the best we've ever seen however he's not cast in good move in he's not always cast in good films and so if we're gonna say that one's gotta go with them and all of their work and i pair his filmography with denzel's filmography and I'm saying that I believe Denzel has never been in a bad movie. And I can name a number of movies that have been bad movies, but he, but Leonardo has been great in. Then why would I not say that Leonardo DiCaprio has to go? Because he made the bad movie great. But the movie was still bad. It was still bad. Like which movie? The Revenant. Listen, that's one. You like that movie? That's one. Uh, What's it called? Um, the one that the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did you watch it with I Brad Pitt? That one. It's much to be desired. It's a little bit to be desired. He was great in it, but the movie itself, mm, meh, at best. But that's why he has to go for B. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. If because you didn't use your other ex, 
your other reason this I still, time? I mean, I still feel like... I think like your other reason is not fair. Because Leonardo's not black. No. So it's not fair to be like, oh, those other black actors are... Their work is upheld by black culture. But no, but that doesn't mean... I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying because he, like, he has to be black. But there are still films that are transcendent of race and culture and genre and whatever. But that's what I'm saying. We don't know if any of his films that he's done are transcendent in any other cultures but denzel's is will smith's is everyone has watched the pursuit of happiness okay, but can you say that about jamie fox yeah other transcends other cultures besides me, black culture let me look okay you may have a point there i'll get gi- i'll give that to you i won't even look it up i'll give that to you i feel like even though jamie fox is famous i feel like th- the black people really made Jamie Foxx who he is. And I right. 100%, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Thank okay? you. However, I still don't believe that Leonardo DiCaprio's body of work stands up to the likes of a Denzel Listen, Washington. Listen, Leo, if you're listening to this again, hi, it's Crystal again. Um, just know that um, I'm supporting you. <laughs> I'm here for you. And those sentiments are not mine. Those are those of Carlos Edwards. Leo, I don't hate so, you. So therefore, um, I don't hate Leo. If you want to come, don't come for me. Come for him. <gasps> Thank you. You see, oh man. Thank you. Oh my god. But yeah, okay, I hear you. I respect it. I respect it. But let's 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 wrap this up, man. Let's tell the people we have completed episode one. God, please let this one work. It's gonna be. It's it's fine. It's fine. I got a. I bought a computer, guys. I got a real software, so we're off to the races now. Amen. So tell the people, because this is going up today. This is going up as soon as we finish editing, as soon as we finish, you know, getting the promo together and all of that stuff. It's going up in a flash. Today? Um, it, yeah, it'll go up. It'll go up. We'll be sure to, to, to post it. Um, obviously, we'll have to wait for approval of, you know, some of the platforms. But so it may it, not go up today. Maybe by, maybe by the, if not the end of today, then Friday. Okay. So won't you? They will have to wait. You can find our podcast, the Kick Up Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Every Thursday, if this uploads on Friday, it won't be every Friday. It'll be every Thursday that you can get this podcast on all of those platforms. Every week, please also go follow us on our Instagram page, guys. We hit 117 followers before we even dropped this episode. And we are so appreciative of your guys' support. And the shares. The follows, everything. And we promise that this is only going to go up from here. It's going to be really special. I I have a feeling. I have an inkling. This is going to be really special. I agree. So make sure to follow. Make sure to like the Kick Up Podcast on Instagram. Follow our individuals um instagrams as well you know um and yeah man every thursday is gonna be great we're gonna come party with us at the kick up podcast again if you have a topics that you want us to talk about dm us dm us send us an email at the kick up podcast at gmail.com or send us a dm on instagram and if you want have a guest or you yourself are interested in coming on the show send us an email as well and we'll see what we can do in regards to that okay also we're gonna also be you know putting some ad spots in the works so if you want to advertise your business or whatever on the podcast we're gonna have that up and running soon 
And very soon, we'll probably make a post about it or something where we can get that going so you can advertise your business as well. So. And, yo, I, I, and I don't know if you're interested in going into this space and maybe you want some experience doing it because eventually we're going to need, like, an intern yeah. to help us with this stuff. So it's a lot going on. We need some help. Hit us up. Okay? <laughs> Keyword intern. <laughs> So you'll get paid in experience. When I have no money. <laughs> Not yet. All right. That's it. Yeah, man. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.